government has insisted that the private visit to South Africa by the UAE President Sheikh Mohammed bin Zayed Al Nayan and his 500-plus member entourage is above board and no immigration or other laws were flouted. Addressing a media briefing in Pretoria yesterday, Minister in the Presidency Kumboto Chabeni said the government can account for all of the people that are part of the entourage that arrived with the UAE leader. The group landed in the Eastern Cape for a two-week visit, causing public uproar about compliance with South Africa's immigration laws. Chabeni said that the visit is consistent with international diplomatic standards and is lawful. Government's explanation comes days after President Ramaphosa also sowed confusion about South Africa's relationship with uh, the um, ICC by announcing its withdrawal only for his office to retract the statement within a few hours. This is part of what uh, Nchabeni had to say in the briefing. The Department of Transport also uh, granted lending permits based on the fact that air transport was compliant for that operation, having considered requisite approval by the Department of Home Affairs. The Department of Transport is therefore satisfied that our laws have been followed to the letter in granting the necessary exemptions and approvals. And based on the formal correspondence directed to South Africa by the United Arab Emirates, a range of government departments and agencies that are normally part of such undertakings implemented a range of support services. The Minister of Home Affairs received an application to consider designation of Bulembu Airport in Bisho as a place of entry by His Highness and his entourage. Upon receipt of the request from the Eastern Cape, the Minister of Home Affairs considered all documents and granted the request and declared the airport as a temporary port of entry. Bisho Airport is wholly owned and operated by the Eastern Cape Provincial Government through their Department of Transport. In terms of arrivals, Upon the arrival of the entourage, immigration services were rendered and all visitors, including His Highness, were in position of the requisite visas. Same of the visitors only, some of the visitors only produce valid passports as they came from countries which visas are not required. That was uh, the Minister and the Presidency, Kumbodo Nchabeni, and joining me now to discuss this issue is political analyst Sandile Swana joining us on the line. Sandile, great to speak to you as always. If, if ever there was an, an example of the level of um, distrust between between the state and its people, this is certainly one of those. It should have been a, a simple facilitation of, of a head of state, not here on official business, but just here to, to have a good time in out in the Eastern Cape. It really should have been a straightforward process of, of facilitating that. But instead, it's raised all sorts of questions because we, we of course, still have very fresh memories of, of the Gupta wedding. Uh, but also, we don't trust anything that happens here related to very p- powerful, um, wealthy, wealthy people who are coming into the country. It, it, it isn't a great place to be for, for the state, but also for citizens of South Africa. Yes, um, I think that, I mean, the, the minister, uh, Kumbuzo, uh, said that uh, there is insinuation and this and the other. Um, but there are members of parliament who have asked questions that I don't believe have been answered in full. Um, as an example, um, in, in, the, in the record of decision, um, you know, the question was raised about... Uh, is this uh, prince going to share, the sheikh going to share the airport with the, which is written in the record of decision according to the DA, with the air wing of the police and the military? Uh, 
so when something like that, when we need to know, we need to know in general, under what circumstances do you find yourself sharing an airport with the military, the police force and the military, who is permitted to do that? So some of those things uh, still need to be, to be clarified. Uh, and indeed, you are correct. Uh, we don't know. I mean, there's been money coming into Palapala from the Dubai direction mm. uh, through an airplane and other things like that. And Dubai, uh, I mean, that region, uh, UAE, uh, is heavily implicated in the Gupta saga, Palapala saga, and trafficking money between South Africa and so on. So South Africans have got a good reason, if you add the Gupta wedding and other things, mm. a good reason to be suspicious of this. Mm-hmm. We understand also that they went they went directly to Tubelembo, not having landed at or at Tambo, for, for example, or, or, or Cape Town, for example, uh, you know, big international airports. They went directly there. And their explanation yesterday um, from, from both the Minister of Home Affairs, Mzualedi and Chabini also um, echoing this, is that they were carrying, you know, um, large, large cargo, there were lots of things that, that they brought in. Of course, a lot with a, a very large entourage as well. Again, v- very suspicious, right? Because you then say you're here on holiday. What, 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 what are all these things that you're bringing here? Um, you had uh, uh, the minister then of police also get up to say, no, they, they searched, they were firearms, they hit firearms, and they're here to hunt, but not, not, not all of the firearms were allowed in, into the country as well. Should we just take their word for it to say, no, 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 all of this is above board, calm down, enjoy your long weekend, stop asking these questions? You cannot be an elected... First of all, let's start with people like yourself. You cannot be a proper journalist or an elected public representative, a member of parliament, and and be told by someone else not to have a suspicious mind, not to have a curious mind, an inquisitive mind, and all that. Let alone in a country where I think most of the scandals were discovered by the journalists in any event and the DA, the opposition parties. Not these ANC people, the only time they ever came to admit a vague admission that they are the number one accused. If there are people who are accused of corruption, they are the number one accused without admitting any specific crimes that they've committed. So our ability, even this, you may find that in six months' time, 12 months' time, we discovered that a billion dollars was brought into South Africa mm. in that airplane. Mm. Uh, we can't take anything for granted. There is no scholar, no intellectual, no academic who has got a right in South Africa to not be suspicious. There was also, I suppose, the one question that, that for me is still top of mind that's yet to be to be answered is, um, the, the the twenty million rands for what the spokesperson in in, in the Eastern Cape had uh, you know characterised as just you know minor maintenance um, at the at, at the facility. Um, then 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 later on, uh, we understand that it was it was uh, particularly to do with with the runway, and so essentially you have um, you have the leader of the UAE coming to uh, you, you know to to do, to do renovations to suit him you know at at a public facility here. It it makes one. 
one it makes one very uncomfortable here because what what sort of processes were followed here um you know questions around how you know the, the facility um, is owned owned by the province the province is supported by by treasury they you know through equitable share they 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 you know also have other means to to raise funds and so on but but surely though it it can't be that i i just rock up and say here 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 a couple of millions do this and that because i'm you know bringing some friends over next week it 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 just it just feels odd and i suppose it's, it's also a question of what what then is to come here questions have been raised uh, by by lawmakers but what more here should in fact be be done to satisfy us that in fact nothing dodgy has happened here and and we should in fact welcome the the opportunity of 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 the tourism that this trip um is in fact facilitating uh, first of all, I, I believe this fellow bought the Shamwari Game Reserve. He owns it. Yes. So, uh, so he's coming to that. Surely, by the time he bought this game reserve, at some point or the other, he needed to know how he's going to get there when he needs to get there. And arrangements would have needed to, bearing in mind that that is between two airports, the King Palo Airport in East London and the airport in Quebec. Uh, it's, it's within striking distance of, of big airports that are there. Mm. Um, so, so another thing uh, is that, you know, Trevor Manuel complained about their own decision that they had made. Uh, they had made the decisions that uh, certain types of donations coming into South Africa must go through treasure in, uh, and be accounted for through treasury. Mm. And treasury, I, I don't believe, was properly represented in that capacity in the in the in the ministers that were present there. Yeah. To clarify, we received this money and this is the accountability around this money. Because we're headed for the 2024 election, the ANC is desperate to lay its hands on money to run a campaign that they are likely to lose, uh, to save whatever they can save. So we do need a lot of transparency. And one thing, um, you know, when you go in social circles around, uh, you hear some of the elites from the Eastern Cape uh, narrating stories that, you know, one time we're rushing to a funeral uh, in the Eastern Cape there, and, you know, we pressed buttons, and, and that Bishop Airport was opened for us to land in a private jet. You know, uh, <laughs> uh, they hired uh, 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 those are the types of things. So <laughs> yeah. the package, uh, a package uh, for the elites uh, of various kinds that you and I can never imagine that such things are possible. So there's a lot that journalists still need to look at around this whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I think there's certainly more more to come uh, from from this. And before I let you go, uh, let me also just take advantage of having you on the line. In our talking point, we've been uh, just uh, um, asking about this formation of of an opposition umbrella with of the the DA's moonshot pact. They've been speaking about that, canvassing other opposition parties to to support them. But yesterday we heard the UDM leader Bantu Holomisa proposing um, his own formation or calling on for a new formation of opposition alliance. Um, to contest the 2024 general elections. What, what, what do you make of this? He says it's to counter the one-party dominance and, and strengthen multi-party democracy in the country. Are, are, are they on to something here? Might something like this perhaps work um, and, and, in fact, be a, a decent challenge to the governing ANC? Yes, I think there are two points that I've thought about in that connection. Um, the first one is that 
um, uh, the DA and the ANC in the early stages of this season of coalitions have thought that a coalition is just a mechanism to fill up whatever votes. If you got 40%, you just get the, the other guys to fill up so that you get 50 plus one, mm -hmm. and you are back in, in power as if you had won the election. Mm -hmm. But in actual fact, the landscape has changed. Um, the DA has made a few cardinal mistakes, which is why I think the, the moon uh, shot uh, coalition is not going to work. You cannot say parties that have got valid votes in South Africa, which have got a valid following. For instance, those I will use only two parties to illustrate my point, the Freedom Front Plus and the EFF. Those parties represent genuine South Africans. For you to then we are forming a political party or a coalition that excludes them or excludes one of them mm. uh, is already a problem by itself. It means you are not democratic yourself. You are actually undermining democracy because those people have got are properly elected and so on. On the other hand, uh, the idea of forming a broad front, I mean, that came up with Busak in the early 80s, Alan Busak, mm -hmm. um, to, in the formation of the UDF. UDF, United Democratic Front. And I, I think that sort of idea has worked well in South Africa. And it needs a lot of maturity to carry it through. The UDF idea worked, and I think Olomisa is onto a good thing. The last point about this on the side of Olomisa is twofold. One, when it talks about political party dominance, it includes the DA, that the DA has thought that it owns the opposition landscape. And yeah. therefore, anybody who's going to operate in that space must operate with their permission, with their endorsement, and their leadership. And that is wrong. On the, and on top of that, if you listen to Katie McKenzie and many others, whether it's Bongadi Baloi, whether it's Herman Mashaba, then there's the racist element against colors and against Africans and this and the other thing. So it just becomes a problem.